Guillaume, thanks very much for joining us. Um, good to see you. It would be interesting to get your take, I suppose, on MIPIM um, and what your sense was there of, of the overall view in the market. I felt so much energy, so much positive energy on MIPIM, and that was really you know, reconforting. And uh, I was really pleased to see uh, a lot of professionals coming from all Europe and uh, a little bit from the US and the rest of the world. Uh, gathering, sharing ideas. And, you know, we, we, since the last two years, I would say we've been kind of skipping those kind of big events where multicultural people get into one place and uh, share ideas and speak about business. So the first, I would say, kind of output from MIPIM is the, the positivity, the energy, and the willingness to do business. So that was, I would say, the, the three kind of uh, main items that I would like to share with you. Uh, Obviously, there's still, you know, uh, we didn't change for the last years. So uh, I would say the three top topics are uh, obviously, you know, residentials, sheds and meds. But it was really interesting to see notably uh, mostly the investors that, you know, are more willing to get uh, value of our real estate, trying to think back once again about retail, about hotel. You know, those two uh, asset classes were kind of left kind of aside for the last two, three years for hotel and obviously even more uh, for retail. And I would say that value add and opportunistic money, you know, as uh, as to go somewhere. So those guys are now looking at those kind of blacklisted assets, and it's really interesting to see how uh, this capital is trying to penetrate. I would say those kind of uh, no go zones. I would say for the last uh, three to five years. So it will be really interesting to understand how those uh, asset classes are going to be over the next couple of years. And I'm still, you know, positively amazed by the by the capacity of, you know all the investors, all the, the partners within real estate to, to be so willing and to be so pushy around deals uh, because, you know, we all have TV and when we put on the news, it's pretty scary, you know, inflation, still the virus around, uh, obviously, you know, all the bad things that are happening in, uh, in the eastern side of Europe. So more money concentrating on the same kind of geography. So all of this, you know, would have potentially shaken us, but it's like nothing can can hurt us and nothing can go, I would say, <laughs> towards, uh, you know, all that motivation and, uh, and positive energy that is willing to, to do, uh, I would say, business in the next uh, at least a uh, couple of years. Interesting thing also is uh, as per diversification, unfortunately, with what's happening, uh, Central and Eastern Europe are really, you know, really complex to to go into from a pure investment perspective not even talking about financing so there's even more capital as i was saying coming into western europe so we tend to see now a lot of capital going uh through the region and it's really interesting because a lot of that capital for the last i would say 20 to 30 years were uh more you know focusing on the top cities in europe and it's really interesting to see I would say the big firms or the big names uh, of private equity in London trying to look at tier two, even tier three cities in the middle of Germany, in the middle of France, uh, even in Italy and in Spain. So I think uh, Western Europe obviously will be the beneficiary from the global situation at the East and from an economic perspective. Potentially, you know, all the closed elections and the crazy politicians that are kind of scaring some of the uh, the investment strategy are going to push the capital away from one or two countries, but I don't expect so. But I'm really interested to see how the Western region are going to behave and how the pricing and the values are going to go up in the next uh, in the next months. 
And Guillaume, you mentioned there, you know, that that positive sentiment um, and some of the risks. But do you, do you think investors are underplaying the risks? I mean, especially when you look at, say, geopolitics, inflation, and of course, those concerns that are still there over, over the COVID virus. Uh, as of now, most of uh, the investors have, um, you know, research department of uh, a lot of people, I would say, around the table monitoring the risk and uh, you have a lot of compliance around. So I think the investment as of now are much more safer than, you know, what, what could have been done, I would say, before GFC or, you know, in the early 2000s or even in the 90s, where basically it was most, mostly gut filling and rapid deployment of capital. So I would bear in mind that now I would say there's a lot of blockers before doing any investment. That's a good thing. But obviously, when you look at the dark clouds that are kind of, uh, you know, dancing around our heads, you know, at some point the music is going to stop. So uh, I would say, you know, financing has been really careful. Now the debt funds are coming and, you know, basically behind the debt fund, it's, you know, don't fool ourselves, it's equity. So equity and equity behind the debt fund. So double equity is kind of getting into uh, into the situation. So, you know, I, I really hope that the equity behind the debt is not going to push too much the values. I think this is where we, uh, we are to be, you know, really careful in the next underwriting we do for mostly value-added opportunistic situation. But, you know, as, as we see the world today and all the capital that's meant to be deployed, I would expect that if uh, the money still, uh, is still going to be spread over the Western Europe, you know, I don't see major risk uh, for midterm or long-term perspective. I would say the, the real critical kind of uh, sense is more on the short term where you want to, uh, to make a quick turnaround with all the situation. It, it could be, you know, more dangerous to to figure out uh, a two, three years, I would say, kind of strategy versus a, a, a midterm, a long-term one. Really interesting to catch up. Thanks very much for sharing your views, Guillaume. Thank you very much, Richard. Speak soon.